Welcome to Prince Track by Track presents Stevie Wonder Classics. Today we're going to be talking about Summer Soft from the album Songs in the Key of Life, released on September 28th, 1976. On the track we have Stevie Wonder, um, and we've also got uh, Ben Bridges on acoustic guitar. We've got Ronnie Foster on organ, uh, and then we've got Larry Nasty Latimer uh, doing some percussion. Um, the track is 4 minutes 17, and joining me to talk about today is David on 21. Hello. Hey, Darren. I think probably the kind of my favorite thing about this song, because obviously, um, it, I mean, I, I'm going to say that it's it feels wistful. Um, like, it's kind of about the moment when, um, you know, summer ends, and, you know, uh, over here we call it autumn, uh, begins. Um, you know, this whole kind of, you know, it breaks your heart in two when you find it's October. Like, I don't think, I mean, out of all the kind of things that Stevie Wonder expresses in these albums from the 70s, I think that's probably the one emotion pretty much everybody can relate to, um, you know, is the the end of summer. Um, and what I love about this song is the key changes towards the end. Uh, where he kind of goes up, uh, I think a third, and then he goes up a third again, <laughs> and then he goes up again. And it's just a wonderful, like, um, it's not something that he ever really kind of does. Um, you know, like, it's kind of almost like a cheap trick that some people do in songs where they'll sing it, and if it's, you know, if it's not a good song, they just go up a fifth, and they change key, and that's like, you know, that's like a big moment. Um, and I feel like that became like a, a super hacky thing for people to do, like in the 80s with ballads. Um, you know, think of pretty much any Whitney Houston song. And there's a point where it, you know, it goes up a fifth and it changes key. Um, and so it's rare that, you know, there's any songs that I can really think of where Stevie Wonder does this, where he he's in a key and then he decides to kind of do a key change and then move up and then kind of do it again. Like, I, you know. Off the top of my head, I, I, you know, I don't really, I mean, I think apart from towards the end of My Sharia War, there's like a key change that's in there, but it's kind of in the fade out. Um, so it's it's kind of interesting that this is the song where, you know, as we get more statements of, you know, you've been fooled by April and then he key changes to you find it's October and then he key changes again and you've been fooled by April. And I just I just love that. It's like it's probably my favorite thing of the entire song. Like I do like the verses, you know, like there's like I say, there's this kind of wistfulness as he's kind of talking about the different. Um, you know, he talks about the winter wind and the morning snow and the morning rain. Like there's a, it's it's very I, I don't know. It's, it's rare that we get kind of Stevie Wonder giving us like a weather report. Um <laughs> So it's kind of nice to have that as like the kind of subject of a song. Like it's just, it's kind of, I don't know, it's it's kind of unusual for him to do that. Um, but then I just love how the music kind of changes towards the end as well. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just, a, it's just a wonderful kind of song. I mean, this album top to bottom is wonderful, you know, so, um, but I just kind of like that this is, this is kind of just something different that he's doing. Like, you know, it's rare that he records songs about, you know, the seasons and and also it's rare that he kind of goes to the trouble of doing these kind of key changes and so it's nice that we kind of get them both in one song i feel too that the similarities between i never thought you'd leave in summer or kind of maybe the the one other song with it kind of has that seasonal theme going and and it's comparing like this kind of mercurial mercurial relationship to like the weather is it is it sun or snow for you that kind of thing but i mean in the melody it's one of those it's one of those transcendent kind of mid 70s stevie uh compositions where it's it's a melody you feel like has always kind of been with you you know and kind of like you said he starts out kind of kind of whispering almost a falsetto and then and it starts it starts kind of in this lullaby fashion and then but then when it builds it really builds and i mean i guess we could say lyrically there's 
a lot of the Stevie Wonder tracks, there's not necessarily always something too deep in there. There's kind of deep substance, but it's not necessarily that deep into the poetry. But it's just, to me, composition-wise, it's just so perfect that, and for being kind of, I mean, it's not, I mean, I don't think Summer Soft was especially a single uh, on the double album, but it, it just, it's one of the kind of deep tracks that just kind of sticks with you. And also, it's worth saying as well, he, like, he isn't playing the Rhodes uh, he's not playing the, um, you know, the, the electro piano. I think at this point he's pretty much abandoned the Tonto. So he's not playing the Tonto. He's not playing a clavinet. He's not playing the Yamaha. Um, you know, this is a, this is a song that's on, you know, piano. Um, you know, he has the synth for the bass. Um, but the fact that he's got, you know, acoustic guitar on there as well. And, uh, you know, Ronnie Foster's playing the organ. Like these are, the, the, the instrumentation is a lot more kind of solid. Um, and it 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 feels sl- just slightly less. I mean, the the bass synthesizer still feels a little bit kind of, you know, seventies, but it feels a little bit more timeless. That that it's got like kind of classical instrumentation of you know a piano and a guitar, and you know rather than having kind of the more uh, synthetic stuff that we've had on, you know, a lot of the other tracks um, certainly before this, and we'll definitely have after this. Um, so I think that also kind of gives it a bit more of a timeless feel, just to have the the kind of the piano in there rather than you know, mm-hmm. any of the many synthesizers he was using at this point. Um, although for this album, I think he was mostly using the GX1, um, which in itself is a very warm synthesizer, but it's still not the same as just having a, a you know, a piano. And I think that's the same, that that's also true of, um, you know, uh, I Never Dreamed You yeah. Leave in Summer is also a piano-based song as well. There's no kind of real synths on that. So it's, I think it's, it's almost kind of like, you know, tying it into that as well. Um, you know, and kind of like you say in that one, though, obviously the the season is equated to um, <laughs> somebody actually leaving him. <laughs> so it's so it's it's less kind of about the season and more about the person. Uh, here, it just really feels like it is about the season. Like it really feels like he's talking about the end of a particular season. I mean, he mentions um, you know Santa Claus, and he talks about the breeze. Um, you know, and I, I I mean I like how he's like personifying summer. Like that's you know like again like as if it is a woman but you know he's he the fact that he's giving you know referring to mm-hmm. summer as she throughout the song and you know and he's kind of saying about how she wakes you up you know with a kiss to start the morning off and you know is playing with Santa Claus right. she brings her breeze you know um and 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 it kind of gives this kind of it gives it a kind of character um you know which like you say there's not a huge amount of depth in this it's just basically you know uh the seasons are a woman and she will leave you know which is right. you know she'll break your heart in two when you find it's october you know like you've been fooled again, by april i mean you've been fooled by april yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which of course can also be a woman's name i don't know that i've ever heard anyone uh named october uh, but you know, I think maybe the the whole you've been fooled by April. It maybe just is a has a little double meaning there. I don't know if it's intentional from Stevie, but you know the the fact that the April could could also be like a, a name. I guess it kind of helps. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I just I just you know it it like I say it it kind of just gives you the idea. You know, like when he has this chorus, you know, where he's just repeating and she's gone, summer's gone, taking with her summer's play. Again, I think that's something that everybody can kind of um, can understand. I mean. Over here, we have the six weeks holidays, so they kind of break up, you know, in the last week of July, and they, you know, the schools go back in the kind of first week of September, and you have all of August, basically, um, you know, to play. And I think, you know, this the, the feeling of summer being gone is kind of like that final week of August, where you yes. basically feel 
you're gonna you're gonna have to go back to school like you know like as soon as you get to august the 31st that's it it's there's no kind of putting it off and i think this song really kind of you know it really kind of lets you know that like that feeling of you know just kind of being forced to kind of give up the summer and and you know uh you know eventually meet with october unfortunately and and he seems to take he seems to take sides here which which i do appreciate because uh, similarly um uh, originally being from the Wisconsin area where you basically have mid-June through to mid-September where it's, uh, you know, habitable, habitable and everything else is, is kind of cold and, you know, awful. You know, the winter wind wants to be your friend, but not waiting for your answer, forcing dangers away with this breeze. And it, it seems like Stevie's kind of taking sides here in the summer winter dichotomy it's it's the song is about it's about <laughs> summer summer's in the title i mean the morning snow is kind of described and the morning snow is uh described a little bit more charitable but uh, but this is this is a song about uh missing summer to me and i think as well like like you say i, I thought as well like the description of the morning snow does make it seem like a there's a, a small respite sometime in December that he enjoys. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, he's, he's kind of adamantly against, you know, uh, you know, the, the coming of autumn. Yeah. Uh, and like we say, then towards in the outro, we get these kind of key changes and I don't know he just becomes more forceful in his whole, you know, summer's gone and then winter's gone and then summer's gone again. Uh, and I just, I, I don't know. And then the kind of going back to, you know, you've been fooled by April and he's gone, you know, winter's gone. Uh, again, kind of, you know, and then then he kind of, uh, I don't know, I just I just really like the kind of the key changing, and it's it it kind of really emphasizes the point, you know, that um, he's I don't know, it feels like he's feeling this anguish that the seasons are changing, <laughs> and the, uh, I don't know, you almost want to say Stevie, look, it's not that bad, like you know, um, put on a scarf, you'll be okay, um, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you know, but I under- I understand his anguish at the end of summer. Um, and and I don't know. It's just it, it's a re- I, again like it's the instrumentation is kind of different to some of the other tracks on this album. Um, certainly, completely different to a track we're going to talk about uh, on a different day. Um, and so I, I don't know. It, it feels I I would say with you know from pastime paradise into this into ordinary pain. You know, it's a nice little run of songs. You know, it it, it really works. Um, I think one of the kind of strengths of songs in the key of life is it's not just like. A random assortment of songs. I think Stevie Wonder has kind of, as he's done with his previous, like you know, four albums, he's really put a lot of thought into the order of the songs and the programming of it. And you know, so I, I think this really works in this particular point in the album as well. It's you know, uh, I, th- I think that's one of the strengths that Songs in the Key of Life has is it really works as an album. You know, like not just not just random songs back to back. Um, so, you know, for me, I would say, uh, easily a five out of five, you know, I always enjoy listening to the song. Five out of five. Definitely. I mean, it, like you say, it feels, I mean, it feels to me like this should have been a single, but it wasn't a single. So, you know, I don't think anybody's really ever covered it. Um, you know, but I, I, I really, you know, I like when some songs just get left as album tracks so that, you know, kind of the fans can be the ones who listen to it and not just like everybody. Right. Uh, sometimes I'm a little annoyed when uh, an album track that I really enjoy gets released by a band as a single because I'm like, you've taken it away from me. Yeah. Now everybody's going to enjoy this song. Uh, you know, it's not just between me and you. Um, but yeah, so it's, I don't know, it's just a really strong, you know, like this, this entire, like, uh, you know, second disc um is it's like this side two it's just a really strong you know i wish is a wonderful opening song and then it's just like i say it's just a nice run of songs um you know going into ordinary pain and the kind of the difference between you know 
I mean, Pastime Paradise is such a kind of like, um, I don't know, is a big production. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it, it kind of really, it kind of really works coming from that and the like, you know, the chanting choirs mm-hmm. to this kind of more low key song that's just about, you know, the kind of mourning the the last days of summer. Um, you know, I just think it, it really works as a kind of contrast as well, and I, I think that's something. You know, I'm sure I'm going to be saying it a lot on this album, but it's just something that really works is the way that you go from, you know, the way that Stevie Wonder puts certain songs next to each other just to kind of, you know, um, you know, really kind of give, give the album a kind of texture. Did you hear did you hear Pastime Paradise before you heard Gangster's Paradise? No, it was the other way around. I, <laughs> I heard Gangster's Paradise before I heard Pastime Paradise. Yes. And, and um, I think it was even so deep. of it. I mean, in the time, I'm sure it wasn't a deep album track. I mean, this was a. I think this album went diamond or something like that. So I just, it's just one of those things yeah. that I just had never heard before or didn't remember or didn't recall. Cause it's, it's different in a lot of ways. I mean, it's a, it's a different sort of tempo kind of sm- uh, slower tempo than, than what Coolio ended up doing. I mean, for a lot of reasons, but yeah, it's, I can't reverse engineer that one in my head. Like it always makes me sound <laughs> I, I, the, the facsimile is, is foremost in my mind for whatever reason. And it's just, I can't, I can't really unpack that one even now. Uh, Gangster's Paradise is like one of the best-selling singles of the entire 90s. Like it's a top 10 selling single <laughs> of the entire... It sold like 5 million copies. So that's probably why it's kind of stuck in your head. Um, but yeah, it's the same with uh, I Wish and Wild Wild West. You know, like, uh, which did you hear first? Oh, um, no, no. De- definitely I Wish with that one. But even... <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like... It's kind of like there was a whole generation that... And not to go down the Prince uh, rabbit hole, but that... Um, when I want to be a baller sampled, whatever that, that, that Prince uh, sample was from that. And there was a whole generation that didn't even recognize that as a Prince baseline, which was, which was what little red Corvette. And, uh, but no, definitely, definitely um, the, the Stevie wonder, I was, I was familiar with maybe the top 15 kind of Stevie wonder classics, but um, pastime paradise, just, I missed that one. Well, you know, it is, it is kind of a, a typical album track. It's, it's a lot more low key. Um, so, well, uh, I think we've said pretty much everything we can about, uh, about Summersoft. Uh, so people will just have to be wistful now about the end of this, this out, this track. And we'll do that by going to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug? Well, I occasionally make, um, sports videos on YouTube, usually about the Milwaukee Bucks, but sometimes just about Wisconsin sports in general. So if you'd like to check that out, uh, it's Tetonia World at YouTube, or if you'd like to contact me, not sure why you would, you can email me at TetoniaWorld at Gmail. Or I'm David Dunn 21 at Twitter, although I don't tweet anymore. And you can find us for this project on Twitter at Stevie by Uh Thanks, Ms. Wolf, for being my guest here today. Thank you. And otherwise, goodbye. Oh,